spent years building up a world-class medical facility aimed at providing high-precision, cutting-edge healthcare. At the same time as you transition into the next phase of growth, you're fighting a global pandemic. That's exactly the position that Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi finds itself in as it moves forward into a bright future and a very different paradigm. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. With me is co-host Kelsey Warner, the National's Feature Editor. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Mustafa. So the discussion today uh, is revolving around healthcare, the COVID-19 pandemic, but very specifically um, around an institution, a very ambitious project uh, that's been on the go uh, in the UAE for some time now, Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi. Um, but it's it's coming up to quite an important inflection uh, point uh, for, for the hospital. Indeed, it is undergoing a leadership transition. So as you described, against the backdrop of, you know, entering a new phase of growth for the hospital, which is a company, and then also against the backdrop of the pandemic, we got the announcement a couple of weeks ago that Dr. Rakesh Suri would be leaving his post as chief executive, bringing on Dr. Jorge Guzman as the new CEO of Cleveland Clinic. And um, just a curious time to be undergoing a leadership transition. It's uh, We're still in the midst of the pandemic and in the midst of a massive vaccine campaign. We talked to both of them to find out more about the future of the hospital and why now. Dr. Suri, Dr. Guzman, hi, thank you for joining us. A joy to have both of you here. Dr. Suri, I spoke with you a little bit more than a year ago, uh, around the time the World Health Organization had declared COVID-19 a pandemic. Um, I felt a bit when you left the studio that day that you were headed off on, you know, the challenge of your life. How would you characterize the last year and um, what are your takeaways from what this year has been? Well, Kelsey, I remember that day very clearly. Uh, In some ways... It's been more daunting in, in when you think than, than we imagine. In, when you think about the breadth of the pandemic, none of us would have expected it to be this deep or this broad. Uh, on the other hand, you know the level of collaboration, of compassion, of humanity that we've seen not only in Abu Dhabi but across the UAE and around the world in many ways has allowed us to accomplish more in medicine that has ever been accomplished before. And so it was, in some ways, it was, it was worse than we expected. And in other ways, it was even better. And I believe that emerging from this, we are gonna be in a very strong position in ushering in a new era of innovation and collaboration globally. Cleveland Clinic was part of Seha's efforts to confront the pandemic. You were really frontline. Can you talk about or describe what your role has been over the last year in terms of addressing the pandemic locally? What was fantastic is that uh, the leadership of the nation really stepped up immediately, made decisive uh, choices regarding testing, the border management, uh, case identification, tracking, quarantining, and then allocation of the community and the nation's resources. 
as well as, I should say, a relentless reliance on the best and latest science. Those things allowed us to come together agnostic of the brands that we represent. So under the, the, the very uh, forward-looking guidance of the Department of Health, the Ministry of Health in SEMA, we were one of the players alongside Saha and our other private partners in healthcare to come together in a collaborative and um, complementary way to put patients, caregivers, and the community first in every decision we took. The Cleveland Clinic was such a landmark project for Abu Dhabi, the UAE, the region to bring the the special the multi speciality of the of the hospital from Ohio here. But it was a, a long term plan. It was one conceived many years ago, and was always going to take time to kind of flourish when you had changing demographics, changing cultures when it comes to medicine, you, you were kind of going through several iterations. I wonder how much the pandemic now, given the new understanding that people have uh, towards how important healthcare is, staff, talent, but also the, the, just the very fact it's going to be more convenient to stay within the region to get some of the medical care at the high end that we're talking about. Do you think it's accelerated the business case, if you like, for having such an institution here? Yeah, so let me tackle that from two angles. Uh, initially, when we uh, our project was conceived and we opened our doors in 2015, our mandate was to bring Cleveland Clinic quality coordinated care for those with complex needs, preventing them from having to travel abroad. In addition to that, we committed to training the next generation of UAE national caregivers to ensure a sustainable healthcare economy for the future. Very quickly, our mission uh, delivered that, but expanded. And by expanding, I mean we took a very innovative and rapidly iterative approach. We brought things to Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi that we had never initially imagined, and these included robotics, transcatheter therapy, minimally invasive, advanced cancer care, multi-organ transplantation for the first time, now done something in the range of 112 transplants since 2017. The third phase that we've embarked uh, into, the phase of sustainability, and it really uh, uh, aligns with the goals of Abu Dhabi as an emirate and the UAE as a nation in diversification from hydrocarbons and ensuring a robust uh, ecosystem uh, in which uh, the, the, the world's best can come, live, thrive, and be cared for. So that, that's angle number one. In the midst of that, the world was hit with the scourge of COVID-19. And it was so fortuitous and so fortunate that we had been on that pathway in conjunction with our partners locally, as well as our, our 70,000 caregivers globally, so that we could immediately spool up and activate the resources necessary to care for people right here at home. Not only because the resources were available, but because it became unsafe 
and impossible to travel. What do I mean by that? Not only were borders closed, but many, many academic medical centers and hospitals globally literally had to shut down what they did during the pandemic because they needed to repurpose their resources to care for the sickest of the sick who were dying in some cases on hospital doorsteps, in ambulances, in emergency departments because they couldn't receive the care they needed in time. Thankfully, we've never been in that situation at Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi and certainly in, in the UAE. In contrast to what we've seen globally, we've been in the fortunate position of being able to continue to deliver innovative, coordinated, patient-centric center of excellence care. So the, the tripartite journey prepared us well uh, for this unpredictable pandemic, this wave of pestilence that's come our way over the past year. No one could have predicted it, but we're very, very grateful uh, for the leadership of the nation for putting us in this in this position. So, Dr. Guzman, you, you in a few weeks you're officially uh, taking the lead on this journey, uh, as, as Dr. Suri describes it as, uh, in this third phase, if you like, this sustainability phase. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, considering this is perhaps the one of the few, if not the only, truly global healthcare projects in in uh, in present time. Uh, that's obviously an exciting um, part of my career, and I'm obviously humbled and honored on the responsibility that's been given me to take, uh, continue in developing this project and take it to the next phase. So Dr. Suri mentioned um, we, we are entering a stage where we need to think not only on uh, continuing doing what we're doing, it, but um, uh, being, being part of a, a sustainable system and, and also continuing to expand um, on, on the mission. So sustainability uh, in, in our way of looking at things uh, means adding uh, value. And, and when we define value, we define value as, as uh, our own kind of priorities, top quality, great patient experience, increased and easy access at a very affordable uh, cost. So that's how we define sustainability. And we are on the path to finding ways to continuing what we're doing it uh, more efficiently. Sustainability also means to continue to uh, make ourselves indispensable to the healthcare system of, of the, the Emirate and, and, the, and the nation. And what I mean with that is we've done uh, many um, firsts for, for this uh, part of uh, the, the, the world, uh, including transplantation and um, uh, innovative procedures, we will not only continue to do those, but also expand on cutting edge technology. And also uh, we are at the stage where we need to quickly uh, grow research, uh, education and innovation. Uh, there, there are obviously a number of conditions uh, for which the standards uh, or the treatment standards are, are being exhausted and patients only face research uh, um, options as part of trials that, that offer new medicines. And we frequently have to send this patient overseas. As part of the original mission, uh, as, as Dr. Rakesh mentioned, 
we want to keep these patients in the country. We need to bring the latest and greatest uh, uh, treatments, including those that are still uh, at research phase that can be available for, for uh, patients in the country. And needless to say, we need to continue to grow uh, the training programs that allow us to develop talent, national uh, talent, to be able to continue this, this uh, project that we have started uh, six years ago. Dr. Guzman, do you have any more detail on talent development or bringing research or academia in-house into Cleveland Clinic? So we, uh, by nature of um, Cleveland Clinic DNA, uh, are innovating in every and anything that we do, not just on on medical treatments, but also on, on um, uh, workflows, uh, protocols, and, and things that are related to the provision of medical care. Uh, we, um, we have already um, uh, started a, a strong research program. We have more than 300 peer review publications in the last year, uh, and a, a number of them are COVID-related, and, and we have been part of uh, consensus uh, developments for COVID treatment guidelines that have originated uh, from therapies done here in Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi. Uh, so we will continue to recruit the best and the brightest. Uh, uh, don't forget academic medical centers um, and, and, um, and in, it's part of the nature of, of, um, of us academicians. Uh, everything that we do, we try to publish and, and we try to investigate ways of doing it better. We will also um, continue to partner with Cleveland Clinic Foundation because I think that there is a great opportunity uh, to leverage uh, research done in, in Ohio and bring it forward to uh, Abu Dhabi in, in either protocols or investigators. And I think that there are a few other uh, projects that are um, initiated uh, by the government that are trying to um, replicate uh, funding programs, uh, for example, NIH in the United States uh, uh, in Abu Dhabi that will allow us to attract uh, and, and get funding for, for trials that can be offered to our patients. In terms of cutting-edge procedures, where would you like Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi to be making its name? Uh, well, uh, Cleveland Clinic uh, is, is characterized by... Um, uh, providing high high uh, complexity care, so um, we will continue to expand cutting edge technologies and, and procedures in in those centers of excellence, uh, meaning new uh, cardiac uh, procedures, new uh, ways of providing um, cardiac assist devices, new therapies for stroke, therapies for um, uh, treatment of epilepsy and movement disorders. Uh, including um, deep brain simulation, uh, new robotic procedures that allow us to do more complex uh, surgeries in a minimally invasive way, and um, new oncology treatments uh, that will allow us to provide our patients with uh, cutting-edge uh, infusion uh, therapies and other uh, immune modulation therapies. And of course, we will continue to expand techniques and, and organs that uh, are incorporated to our transplant program. Uh, Dr. Suri, when you depart, um, what is, I guess, the one thing, the one maybe lessens the wrong word, but maybe the one overriding sentiment that you'll take with you to Ohio? I must correct you. First is that I accepted my new role because I would not be 
departing, so to speak. Uh, my new role will be president of global operations. Uh, and in doing so, uh, I will maintain uh, responsibility for helping uh, Jorge, Dr. Jorge and the team in uh, growing, uh, strengthening, and making Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi even more sustainable. So this is very much a part of, some, of what's important to me. Uh, Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi will always be my home for the rest of my life. Um, the one thing I'm taking back is the power of a vision to transform humanity. And the vision in, starts with leadership. It extends to partners, this, the, the incredible partnership we've had with, uh, with our brothers and sisters at Mubadala has, has been fantastic. The, that relationship between Mubadala and the Cleveland Clinic over 16 years has, has really allowed this all to come into being. The trust of our patients, uh, those early days when people were wary of, you know, what Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi was and who we, we, we were to now um, turning to us when they're in their hour of need. To our caregivers, uh, all 6,000 remarkable people here in Abu Dhabi and 70,000 around the world, they came here to help. They, uh, they shot for the moon. They ended up in the stars and now their trajectory is boundless. So that's the story I'm taking back to Cleveland and across our global enterprise. It's a, it's a beautiful way to end, but I can't let either of you go before I ask about the vaccine. Um, if either of you were to kind of look into your crystal balls and think about when we may as a globe return to normal, when do you think that might be? <laughs> That's uh, pushing it, uh, Kelsey and Dr. Suri, but I, I would anticipate that we still have some time ahead of us uh, before we, we get back uh, to what we would say a state that is closer to uh, pre-COVID normal. Uh, I don't know if normal is going to be normal anymore, but uh, it's, it's going to look different. And um, I anticipate that we still have the rest of the year ahead of us before we can somehow claim a more normal life. I would con I concur with Dr. Guzman. I would say the following, just like other analogous diseases, whether it's SARS or uh, Ebola or Middle Eastern Respiratory uh, Syndrome virus, uh, COVID-19, the SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus in particular, we have no evidence that it will be eradicated. It spreads very avidly. It mutates very quickly. And the new variants seem to be uh, more infective in some circumstances and, and in some cases even more potent. That said, the vaccines are effective. We know that people, people should be reassured by that. The small differences in vaccines generally are not material enough from our perspective to have people wait. So the, the, the parting message we would like to leave you with is the best vaccine is the vaccine that you can get the quickest uh, to protect you, your family, and the community. Once this is done to a certain tipping point that most experts believe is in the 80 to 90% range, then we can start to see some durable impacts 
in communities across nations and around the world. So stay tuned, but in the meantime, please be safe, practice social distancing and hygiene, and get the most uh, rapid access to a vaccine that you can to protect yourself, your family, and the community. Dr. Rakesh Suri and Dr. Jorge Guzman, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. It's been our pleasure. It's a pleasure, and I look forward to remaining in contact. Kelsey Warner, thank you so much. Good to be here. Thanks, Mustafa. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do leave a review or subscribe. All that remains to thank our production team, Lean Al Faisal and Aisha Khan. Please do join us again next time. 